0: Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. Life is miserable, it's crap, but this week it's actually not too bad. Uh, People are getting their comeuppance, it would seem. Um, And no, I'm not talking about Stu, Um, because once again I'm Bradley, joined by Stu. Boris Johnson's resigned. How you doing Stu?
1: Hey, has he actually resigned? I
0: believe he's actually handed in his resignation as of us recording
1: Oh, nice. As
0: of us recording, still up in the air as to whether he carries on for a short while, but he is done.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, no, I've, I've been in meetings pretty much all day, so I've not, I've not watched at the news. So uh, that is nice to come uh, on the podcast yes, too. I have to I'm, say,
0: I'm Super. not going to shed any tears.
1: Maybe eh, of joy, yeah, not for no, that.
0: Yeah, um, you, you you say of joy because yeah. at the moment we still got a Tory government and stuff like that, so. It's not going to improve dramatically, but hey, it's kind of like the situation in America. Biden isn't exactly the best person for president, but he's better than what we had and a chance to reset.
1: Yeah, you just got to take your wins where you can. I mean, the only way it'll be worse is
0: if Jacob Rees-Mogg somehow gets it.
1: Was it Haunted Pencil? I think I've heard him described as. I've got a few choice
0: names, but I don't want to give you too much editing to do.
1: No, fair play.
0: Uh, you can just insert a whole bunch of bleeps here if you want your choice.
1: Actually, yeah, <laughs> that would actually be really fair. <laughs> really good. And um, yeah, yeah, a few choice words for the entirety of the Cabinet, but um, it's really good when they start eating their own. I'm all, I'm always impressed by how cannibalistic <laughs> the Tories can get yeah. sometimes. So yeah, it's, it's worked in our favour a little
0: bit. That's nice. We can look forward to the future a little bit more, but do you know what else can look forward to the future with stuff and look forward to the future in <laughs> no <laughs> what video games oh yeah and specifically upcoming video games see there was some logic to that segue <laughs> beautiful i mean we got i mean i think it was really good of good old boris johnson to hand in his recognition just so i had a segue for our uh, our preview look at what's coming up set Earth uh, show
1: well I, I almost feel like you engineered that with him you know just for the yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've put the country through hell just to get to this moment. Worth it. <laughs> the payoff was worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was worth it, totally. Um, yes, yeah. Sorry we've got no food or fuel or anything, and the cost of living's going up, but I got a good segue in. Got to
1: focus on the important stuff.
0: Um, so, rather than what have you been playing, Stu, what are you looking forward to playing?
1: Yeah, so there's a few good things on the horizon, and I think it, we're at a funny time because of... COVID over the last couple of years delaying a lot of titles and also I think because of we seem to be cresting the Soulsborne wave and it's kind of falling off the other side a little bit now maybe a tiny little bit and mm. and uh, yeah there's, there's quite a few on the horizon I'm looking forward to um, I'll start with the ones I'm not madly looking forward to but you know kind of like oh yeah okay um so I'll mention uh Street Fighter 6 so yeah, that's a fairly biggie. It's been a long time since Street Fighter Five, although it it doesn't feel like long because it was no, it so. Doesn't. Yeah, because it was so naff <laughs> in single player, which is actually pretty important to me. I, I didn't really bother with it, and but even then, it doesn't. It I think because Street Fighter Four carried on for so long, it yeah, Five just feels like a weird blip that never really happened, and I'm hoping that they've learned some lessons from that and. 6 is really good my big concern I'm not mostly concerned, I'm mostly just looking forward to it, but my biggest concern is that they're going as far away from the style of Guilty Gear as you can to try and make it more like Tekken, you know where each move you can see it flow completely in 60 frames I think one of the things that anime does really well and the cartoon style is that it part of the animation is blurred or drawn in a way that looks blurred, so that mm. hits have more impact, so they don't, they don't they don't correlate to what happens in real life. It's you know, like superheroes, basically, too fast to see, uh, and they they look like they might be going as far away from that and more towards Tekken, which is you, you see every move. You know, it's not supposed to be unrealistic, and I don't really want that. I, I want my Tekken. I don't really want it in Street Fighter, but we'll see. It, it looks pretty enough. Uh, The character designs are okay. They're still going for this very chunky look, but I don't know. I'm going into it way too much for a preview, but it's Street Fighter. It's still a big deal.
0: It is, yeah. I'd say I'm probably not going to bother playing it myself, but it is a big deal. Um, It's like when the next big blockbuster film comes out. You might not care for it yourself, but, you know, it's a big deal. And I think that's how I feel about Street Fighter.
1: Yeah, yeah. you want to see what it does, even if you're not going to get it. It's it's of interest.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm just going to mention before I go to my, my first one, uh, a few that I am looking forward to that I'm not going to go into detail on because I'm involved with them in some way, shape or form. Uh, but I have to say, really, really looking forward to uh, Snuff Kid, A Melody of Moomin' Valley um i am really looking forward to the garden path and i'm also really looking forward to playing tray Racers uh because it's a game that lets you race a tray down a mountain um in the post apocalypse nice. nice um but three i'm really looking forward to that is uh, but i i'm involved with them in some way shape or form so i'm not gonna say anything about them because that's conflict of interest. Um, but my first one I really want to talk about is the Wandering Village is one I, I am super, super, super looking forward to. Um, for yeah. anyone who doesn't know, the Wandering Village is uh, essentially a city builder on the back of a giant creature, uh, a big wandering animal, uh, not a dinosaur. I thought it was a dinosaur when I first saw it, but it's not basically yeah it's a god game stroke sandbox building thing roguelike as well i'm not sure how the roguelike elements are gonna work on this but yeah this this giant thing wanders around you build a settlement on the back of it and away you go i it's just a nice difference to what's your usual city builder stuff i don't know if the mechanics will be the same or whatever but it's just adding something that's just yeah, i've never seen that before I quite like that idea, and it looks lovely. Um, but yeah, it's coming out later this year, hopefully, if it meets its target, and it just looks wonderful to play. Uh, the visuals look great. Um, like, you got you kind of got this not realistic, but this more like photo realistic creature wandering around but then when you go into the actual settlement building stuff it's a bit more stylized and almost like hand drawn um it's got two really good different visual styles that work well together but I'm, yeah, really looking forward to that one
1: yeah that does sound really nice and uh you know as usual the indie stuff is the, is the one where you're kind of it's, it's it's bizarre it's the stuff where you're really blown away by how things look and the style yeah. they're using. And triple A's you're just like yeah it's fine just looks the same as everything else <laughs> mostly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah no and, and on that subject there's one coming out in just a, about a week's time called Endling which is uh, mm-hmm. about you play as like a, a mother fox who has to protect her cubs after some some sort of apocalyptic event has happened and uh, that looks really beautiful you know that's kind of a, cell, a cartoonish cell shaded kind of Style, but looks you know, subdued but beautiful kind of thing, and uh, yeah, looking forward to that one quite a lot.
0: Yeah, I've got that one on my wish list as well. And that that That's very close to being a day one for me, the more I see of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, really lovely. And what's next for yourself? Uh, so uh, there are quite a few, um, in terms of like really not like they're, they're really biggies, but I'm not that fussed. Bit like street fire um final fantasy 16 uh it, it's still kind of there's not been massive amounts of it shown but it graphically doesn't look massively impressive looks all right but it doesn't look emo like 15 <laughs> which was really <laughs> off-putting for me and it looks like it could have some yeah some nice gameplay elements i mean it's it's they've moved fully into this action rpg style now which you know i think turn-based just suits final fantasy better but you know i'm an old relic so it doesn't really doesn't really apply um but yeah i would like to check that out and, and kind of alongside that in a, in a weird kind of a way is that forespoken uh terrible name for a game which yes. is uh, yeah which is kind of like uh it, it kind of looks like that prince of persia remake that was also in Cell shaded but it's not Cell shaded if just to confuse people plenty it looks you know basically like a magical parkour-y kind of adventure the graphics are a little bit a little bit blandish for me but it still looks like it could be like a solid traversal slash combat game uh hopefully got a few nuances in it that make it a bit different so that and final fantasy very much they're kind of like yeah they're not a day one for me but they're a if there's a, a secret ingredient in there, if there's a special sauce, if there's a little bit of you know a bit of spice in there that's a bit unusual, then I will and you know, people go oh you know Ooh, wasn't expecting that tang, then uh, I might well get them sooner rather than later when they drop.
0: Visually, forespoken, it it, it looks to me like um, like Kratos in the New God of War has gone look I'm only going to concentrate on my boy. I don't care about my daughter. She can go off and do her own thing. And that's what she's gone and done. She's gone off and done her own thing in Forspoken. Um, that's just what the visual <laughs> remind me of.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's just really weird. I'm sure it's like nothing like it, but it just looks like it's like someone's tried to make God of War, but with, uh, you know, a female lead. And I'm all for that, absolutely all for that. But it looks so much like God of War. I had to double check that it wasn't some kind of spin off.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i guess what how long now since the first god of war five the, years what, the, the remake yeah yeah so that sounds about right about four years so they probably the minute they saw it they were like right we're copying that four years down the line bit of a delay because of covid bob's your uncle
0: yeah it's yeah especially while the scenes where it's it's the the main character stood there in front of a big giant beast and Obviously, she's about to battle it. I was like, no, oh, let's the God of War playbook right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, it might be better than God of War. Who knows? Who knows? That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, But, yeah, next up for me is Endless Dungeon. Um, I've spoke about Dungeon of the Endless before, which is not Endless Space or one of the other Endless games. There's many Endless games. There's an endless amount of Endless games. Yeah. Um, they're all standalone I think I don't know Um, but Dungeon of the Endless was a roguelike dungeon crawling tower defense base defense type game it was really good it was really good I really liked it and this is kind of a sequel but not at the same time um, to to that Uh, but it's Taking on a much different look and a much different way of playing i've just managed to get the open dev beta of this uh so i'm gonna give it a go but i really like how this looks it kind of looks like it takes more from diablo than it does the original dungeon of the endless but I'm all for more more of it, more of it, more of this. It's it, The first one's brilliant. Uh, it's by amplitude. It's going to be decent in some way, shape or form. But yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of... Uh, I, I like studios, and I've mentioned this before, that will take a series or take a brand and do so many different things with it uh, rather than just going, oh, here's the same game again, just with a slightly different change up in this particular mechanic just have fun with your series um, yeah
1: I like
0: <laughs> Endless do that uh, but sorry uh, Amplitude do that uh, yeah I, I'm really looking forward to it
1: I, I just really like the fact they've gone right we've got we've got a game called Dungeon of the Endless so what we'll do is we'll make a game called Endless Dungeon and then if people go well what was that game I was thinking of oh it was Endless Dungeon and they or, um, you know they were thinking of Dungeon of the Endless there's amplitude is still getting money and like more companies should do that so they should have like war of god you know santa monica should make a war of god game and if people like get it confused then they, <laughs> no i'm gonna show up now all right, right.
0: god of peace <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah it's you know amplitude they made endless space which is a 4x game endless legend which is also a 4x game and then they came up with dungeon of the endless which was a roguelike dungeon defense game and it's just like if you're a big fan of like Endless Space and Endless Legend then and you see this you're probably going what? Um, and then they make yep. Endless Space 2 which isn't actually a 4X game it's a strategy game but it's more of a space opera and it's like just brilliant I love it just <laughs> do that go home Amplitude
1: <laughs> you're drunk
0: I mean drink more of Amplitude because <laughs> it's worth it Seems to be,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know you're impressed with those guys. And I, I nearly played Endless Space once, but you know me, it's it's the wrong I, kind of game for me. But it
0: looks... yeah. Good. I can't play their 4x games. In all fairness, some rubbish out of them. But um, Dungeon of the Endless is amazing. Sweet. So your next one?
1: I'm not sure how far out it is, but Black Myth is variously called different things. Wu Black Myth. It's the one that's by that Chinese dev that's brand new. Who it's a like, based on Monkey. You know journey to the west thing and, oh uh, yes yeah and it's, it's another one this is the last one of my uh maybe kind of games it looks lovely and the movement looks really good my obvious obvious worry is that it's gonna be too much of a Soulsborne. you've got a stamina bar and that everything's got vast amounts of health and it's all about rolling, but making sure you don't roll too much so your stamina st- you stamina know, stays. all that stuff that really pisses me off with Soulsborne games, um, micromanaging your every mo- movement it, just, it doesn't feel like a power fantasy and if I'm playing an action game, I want a power fantasy but I'm hoping that they're dialed down that enough, or I've got options to turn them off in the game um, because it looks lovely, and I'd, I'd really like to give it a go, so it's one of those if it's too soulsborne i I'll wait till it's a fiver if it's not, or you can turn it off I'm probably going to get it you know, day one, week one, maybe.
0: Mm. You kind of hope that they come to uh, Game Pass at the same time to save you some muddies.
1: Oh, well, that'd be perfect. <laughs> but I doubt it, because uh, they're being a Chinese developer. I don't think they'd, they'd go that far in with an, an American company like that day one.
0: Probably not. Yeah. Uh, but money talk, so who knows? That's true. Uh, so, yeah, moving on, because uh, well, there's quite a few of these to get through. Uh, To change things up a little bit, there's a sports game I'm looking forward to um, because it's doing something I want to see, which is more retro looking sports games of sports that you don't see very often. Uh, But This one's called Footy Showdown and it's based around Aussie rules football, which is a mental sport. It's it's so bizarre, Uh, but it's got visuals as though it could have been made like on the SNES or the Mega Drive, pure 16-bit sport, Um, and I don't know how deep it'll go or or, or anything like that, but it's really piqued my interest, it's no official names or anything um it's like you've got like teams called like the trolls and stuff like that um or, or whatever I think it's like goblins and stuff but they're all like normal human teams and everything but it's it's kind of got that old ea like uh mid 90s ea sports style uh visuals to it and yeah i yeah. just i just really like the look of it and I'm, I'm quite eager to play this there's no release date um or anything yet but it's nice to have a sports game to look forward to that doesn't, not going to have a crap ton of microtransactions and DLC and cards and stuff like that. It just looks like just pure sport for the sake of being arcadey sport fun.
1: Yeah, well, <clears throat> we keep banging the drum for more of these to exist, don't we? Because they're just not enough fringe sports, not enough arcadey type sports. In fact, unless you want a kind of a sim or a simcade style experience in sport you're, you're kind of up, up up the creek without a tree or up the paddle yeah. without a creek or whatever the expression is so yeah no we definitely need need more stuff like that
0: yeah i want to see more you know you know aussie rules football maybe rugby league over you know rugby union um you know, go back. Let's make another decent, like, sixteen-bit cricket game, and and all things like that. Let's 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 remove the sim nature of old sports of of modern sports games, and just bring the fun back to them. Um, yeah. You know, dodgeball. put a bit of dodgeball back in some netball. All of it. Go for it. British bulldog.
1: Yeah, the the, uh, the much anticipated or much wanted kabaddi game that you and I want to have.
0: I, yeah someone's got to make a kabaddi game it, it, it's just ripe for making because you could turn that into some kind of like co-op online sports game um yeah that would take the world by storm
1: i don't care if it did but i'd want it anyway
0: well me and you would play it so there you go two sales there. two sales yeah which is about all the indie developer needs for a success <laughs> i don't know I just assume that I'm the only person buying some indie games, um, and I'm probably, i probably—I can't imagine there's been too many people that have given a shout out to a Footy Showdown of late. No. So there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's if it's worth it for them. If they get a good engine out of it and they, you know, they get a few sales, that's cool. But um, I'm sure there must be a bigger market. Anyway, who knows? Yeah, I wish list that one anyway. Uh, I kind of, kind of interested in it as well now.
0: Oh, I've got, there's a few more sports but I'll, I'll do that offline with you. I'll show you some of the ones I've got um, on my wish list another time.
1: Sounds sexy. Well, yes. the next one that I'm uh, thinking about is uh, well, there's a few really in a kind of grouping of probably going to be first day or, you know, first week at least, you know, definitely going to get them. Uh, so,
0: battle through a few.
1: Yeah. And one of them is uh, the new fort, Forts are most to sport. I can say it Forza Motorsport which is Mm -hmm. you know Forza oh god Forza Motorsport 8 isn't it I think Yeah. Uh, I I think think it's just
0: called it Forza Motorsport yeah that's
1: what I mean they've they've just taken off the number to try and convince people that they haven't reached an absurd number of the sequels um, which doesn't seem to be putting off square with uh, Final Fantasy but there you go (laughs) it it looks really really good and obviously that will be day one for me because it's going to be on Game Pass of course uh, that, that looks really great uh, I like the direction they're going with it I'm quite quite intrigued and, and really looking forward to putting some time into that one and um, on that kind of same level, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order and it's one of those that, you know it's high up there because I really enjoyed the first one but I didn't love it and it came down to, there were a few flaws like, no fast travel the maps were a bit like circuits, uh, but they they had like shortcuts that you could discover. But if you couldn't discover them, or you didn't, or they didn't have them. It was a long walk, and it was padding, which wasn't. Um, it wasn't the end of the world, but there was a problem with the you know the lightsabers feeling a bit like Nerf bats as usual, clobbering people with them instead of cutting them in half. I think if they can tweak tweak the gameplay to sharpen up those two aspects, I think it would be uh, it'll be a real real good and they certainly know how to build the levels and, and create the enemies and stuff like that so uh yeah i'm kind of looking forward to that one so yeah those two are of that level for me
0: do they not with the star wars stuff especially the games now it's all under disney and everything fully do you not think that's actually going to become an issue they don't want too much violence with those lightsabers so they that there may be it's coming from above to restrict the damage they can do
1: yeah possibly they yeah that will definitely be a part of it and it's always difficult because like you know if you're fighting something in in the Star Wars Universal Lightsaber you, you're running out of excuses for not just being able to cut them in half straight away and yeah it's definitely like that with the Stormtroopers but what I, what I think they should be able to do is well A is cut down on the n- number of humans that you fight and aliens like increase the number of droids that you fight um, just skin them as, as if they were you know humans just make them look like humans but when you cut them in half they're robots that's fine you know that'll do because um, oh. it's about the feeling of, of the impact of a lightsaber that's what you're trying to yeah. recreate you're not necessarily not going I want to see blood i want to kill things it's i want to see what a lightsaber can do to objects and if it doesn't behave the way it's supposed to it doesn't really make sense so yeah turn it into like 90 percent droids and then have you know some living creatures who can block lightsabers really really well and you know you just got to get through their guard like bushido blade you know if you get through their guard if you hit them then they're dead
0: so i'm going to alienate half of our 10 listeners that we've got there, right but i don't really care star wars not a big fan it's all right Uh, which is sometimes the worst thing you can say to a star wars fan you if if you hate it (laughs) they'll argue with you but if you just go that's all right oh that's the worst thing you can say Uh, (laughs) but based on what you were saying describing there a musu game so star wars jedi warriors attack of the clone war monster robot things where you basically go through and you have you just mow down hordes and hordes of like uh, various droids and stuff like that in a Musu setting, but you then have to go and take on like act, uh, like the uh, Dark-, Dark Lords or Siths or whatever, uh, take on the Siths, and they're more grander battles that you have instead of- instead of like the bosses. Um, it's yeah. rife for being a Musu game.
1: Yeah, I agree that that sounds excellent because you could. It, it fits in nicely with force powers as well yeah uh, so yeah and if yeah, you kill it, that would be really if you cool.
0: kill one of the uh sith or you die instead of the blood and guts in feet, you just do what happens to to obi-wan where he just disappears
1: yeah so you've got all yeah, the lore there. let's do yeah. it make that happen should happen definitely yes Although um, the thing that I want most is more space combat games. I'm, that's the thing. I, I love Star Wars, but I'm not really that fussed about Jedi and Sith and stuff. They were they were a part of it, of course, in the in the original uh, original films, but they weren't kind of the be all and end all. Um, and I enjoyed the space battles more. So more space battle games. It's, that's what I want. Star
0: Wars is about space battles and nearly banging your sister.
1: Exactly. Yeah, though.
0: Just like like EastEnders or something I don't know uh, I think I'm confusing my soaps and my uh, space operas
1: <laughs> very possibly um, both very melodramatic rogue rogue leader
0: I'd, I'd have another rogue squadron rogue leader game or whatever with whatever the subtitle is to the main name um, that on the gamecube was amazing yes. bring that back yes it was uh, So good. better than squadrons
1: oh yeah definitely
0: uh, but anyway i'm gonna rattle through three quick ones that i i've got that i'm kind of really intrigued by um one is called uh american arcadia which is a kind of like if the truman show meets battle royale and i don't mean battle royale was in the modern sense of um one versus 100 i mean the sense of putting something on tv for people to view that really shouldn't be on tv um, so essentially you're kind of like everyone works in this like this this office everything's provided for them. They live there and everything and they don't realise they're contestants on a reality show. Um and then basically your character uncovers the truth and then you kind of go through this like this 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 game, go through the levels, um, trying to escape. Um and it's just it just looks really cool. It's got a nice visual style, it's kind of inside meets meets uh, I don't know something really colourful at the same time it's kind of got this really sort of like dystopian effect to it and uh, it, it's just it just looks really really cool I'm looking forward to that that comes out I'm hoping within the next year there's no date it's just a to be uh, to be arranged at the moment um, coming fairly soon I think is Little Orpheus which is a uh, 2D Action platformer puzzle style game. Um, it's from the Chinese room, uh, which you probably will know them from. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, Dear Esther, those kind of games. Um, so, yep. yeah, they've changed their job up a little bit. So this looks really good. Again, it's more of a 2D style Uh, Puzzle type casual game. Uh, But knowing what they can do with telling story with your surroundings. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with this genre. So one to keep an eye on. Um, And the other quick one I'm looking forward to. Is I think I backed this on Kickstarter. But I can't remember. Um, That's Duru. Uh, 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 Basically it's Duru about mole rats and depression. It's a 2D puzzle platformer game that basically goes deep into sort of like how people deal with depression and it uses like how they deal with obstacles and it's all like a quite a metaphorical type game that goes with it Um, it's got a brilliant sort of paper cut animation style to it and it just it's just you know it's been in development for quite a little while it's a smallish team twisted ramble games in germany an all-woman team Uh, which is really cool to see Um, and yeah it just looks like a really interesting take almost on eco Um, so you kind of like you you play this you've got this other character that you've got to kind of take around with you and you've got to kind of get them to do things so that you can then do things so you kind of manipulate them and control them by like maybe throwing something to get them to go somewhere so you can get somewhere to bring something down and then you've got to bring the background to get up so it's kind of got that feeling to it but it's all 2d lovely style and I, again i just really can't wait to play this one but I've, I've avoided playing any demos or anything because because it deals with uh uh depression um and, and things like that i i'm more intrigued to see how it handles that because again with depression you can get this very right or you can get it very wrong there's no middle ground i don't think with this sort of stuff
1: no i agree i agree i look am fairly looking forward to uh send you a, uh, sac- well hellblade 2 yes you know send you <laughs> as whatever <laughs> send you a sequel um, send you some
0: basically realistic eyes
1: yeah they are very frighteningly realistic and it that's great um, it's a great game and it does it completely right yes. from the mental health side from the gaming side I didn't really enjoy it very much, uh, that kind of physical puzzle interaction stuff I, I get really frustrated by it quite quickly uh, so I'm hoping the new one is, is a little bit more straightforward you know, or I don't know, accessible. Almost
0: ironically I... enough. If that was more God of War in terms of it just takes you through the game, that might have been better in terms of allowing you to appreciate the story. Because the story and the atmosphere in that game is still second to none in terms of dealing with mental health and not not mental health as such, but psychosis, that side of mental health.
1: Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: Uh, but, yeah, that's three quick ones from me. Um, so, what have you got
1: next? So, yeah, I'll, I'll do the end game now. I'll go into the last few that I'm really, really looking forward to. And these are like day ones. Uh, so, the Callisto protocol, which I mentioned briefly last week. That's the Dead Space so the... one, isn't it? It yes. is. It is. You know, uh, everyone now goes, Oh, Dead Space was a classic. And I was like, Well, I was saying that at the time, yeah. but it didn't actually sell that well. And uh, it was a combination of like the sequel selling better. And the third one being a disappointment that has kind of kept it in people's consciousness because it was like, you know, and then they shuttered the studio. So it was like a really kind of, oh, oh, well, in retrospect, it's all brilliant kind of thing. But I was there from day one, you know, like a lot of people listening to this will have been proper, you know, really looking out for new classics. And it, it just brought something new to that whole Resident Evil 4 style game after like six years or so, you know, of yeah. it being out. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to what the developer's going to do next with that. So that's definitely one. And uh, the Horizon VR Call of the Mountain. So obviously, like PlayStation 5, PSVR 2, so I'm going to have to buy both of those things to play it. And so getting together a grand to do that is going to be a, a bit of a challenge because I'm saving up for a, ha- like a deposit on a house, so that might be a toughie. But I I still want it day one, even though I'm not going to probably be able to have it day one. Please support it, us on Patreon. Lo- <laughs> yeah, I want money for games. Um, Crisis 4, uh, know, for most people, they'll be kind of like, eh, yeah, FPS, if it's good, I'll buy it. I'm probably the only person left who's like, oh God, I love the Crisis series. <laughs> I just like really took to it. So, yeah, that's a big one for me. And finally, Breath of the Wild 2, of course, which, you know, does what it says on the tin, looks amazing. I'm wondering whether it's going to be any good on a, or original Switch hardware. I reckon it will be like, yeah, you can play it on Switch, but wouldn't you much rather play it on our new improved Switch Pro or Switch 2 or whatever they call it, and that will be the, the real experience. But I'm still going to get it day one without a shadow of a doubt. Or so on
0: the Steam Deck.
1: Ah uh, well, you see, I was going to talk about this at a separate time, but I can talk about it now oh, if you got want. got to uh, later. Ah uh, yeah, I've been pl- I was playing uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, yeah. which I'll talk about more in the next podcast. And it doesn't perform very well on the on the Steam Deck, I'm afraid. It it you can get it it's a 30 frames per second game. It's locked at 30. Uh it doesn't do 60, which is fine as long as it stays at 30. But on the Steam Deck, and apparently, you know also on the, on. Well, I won't go into loads of detail because I'm talking about it soon anyway. But it doesn't handle it brilliantly. It drops to like 22 frames per second. It looks a bit of a slideshow quite often. So, not perfect, I'm afraid. Brilliant on my gaming PC, yeah. you know, rock solid 30. But Deck can't really handle it, I'm afraid. No, we'll talk about that more. But it's not.
0: Uh, it's because it, it's on native hardware on the Switch. It plays that ever so slightly better, but I found it still quite playable enough on the Steam Deck. i just—I probably it's not one I'll seek out to play. It's if I happen across it, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll play it. But yeah, that's for another yeah. time to discuss. Um, sure. So, was that all of yours?
1: That's all of mine. Yeah. Go on. What are your absolute drop dead must haves?
0: So, first of all, Spirit Swap lo-fi beats to match three two i mentioned this last week um, basically any game where the description starts off cast spells be queer and crash the biggest concept um of uh, sorry crash the biggest concert of the year i'm all in um, basically it's a match free game that looks part dating sim um it's made by um a company called soft not weak and they have um, the developers or everyone involved is queer, um, non-binary, um, I believe. And I, I will get this one. I do apologise. One of the developers, like, they're Arab as well. Um, so, you know, they're really breaking out from their, what would be their, I suppose, their cultural norms. Um, and they're making this game i've played the demo a few times um, I've, I've played i've got it the demo was given away in a couple of itch bundles so i've played it via that i got it in the recent uh steam next vest played it again via that continues to be brilliant it is out next year um i want it to be next year already that's how much i really want this game it's so so good next up is terra nil I remember seeing this on a Devolver Direct, I want to say. Or oh, it might have been on something else. It's a Devolver game, a uh, published game anyway. But I can't remember if I saw it on a Devolver Direct or somewhere else. Um, uh, basically, it's a reverse city builder where the the, the world has been destroyed. Essentially, you know, humans have ruined the world or whatever has ruined the world and the world has become a barren wasteland. And it's your job to basically reconstruct the ecosystem by, you know, getting water to go to places and, and getting grass to grow and then trees to grow and bringing in various different um um, environmental elements to do things so even sort of like using fire to do uh like controlled burns and stuff like that to create areas for other parts to flourish and so on the build up and build up and build up uh, i've played the demo the demo has sold me even more on this game um again there's no release date on it and i i just i want it now the demo i played in the next fest, and so the demo's still available by the way is so 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 good um And, oh, yeah, I I can't wait to play this one. Um, It's in my top. Well, Spirit Swap is number three. Terenil is number two on my my wish list on Steam. Um, And finally, and finally, this will come as a surprise to absolutely nobody. The one I'm most looking forward to is Immortality by Sam Barlow. Um, to me, Aha. Sam Barlow is the Daniel Day-Lewis of video games. Um, doesn't make a bad one at all. Doesn't make many, but when he does, you know it's going to hit the right notes. Um, don't care what anyone else says about her story. It's wonderful. Um, all his games are amazing. He, you know, he's done the best spin-off Silent Hill game. Um this one's really close. This one comes out on the twenty sixth of July. Um, so depending on when you're listening to this, it's already out. Um, and this one is a—it's an FMV game because that's what he's a master of, um, or interactive story, as we're calling them now. Apparently, it's FMV. But, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, there's a film star in it called Marissa Marcel. Um, who made three amazing movies. or She made three movies. I don't know if that was meant to be amazing. I don't know. Uh, Because none of them were ever released because Marissa Marcel goes missing. And you play, I'm assuming, a detective. I've tried to avoid as much of this as possible, so I don't go to it as blind as possible. Uh, But you play a detective who's looking into finding out about her disappearance. Um, And what's usual with the... Sam Barlow games and how how he utilizes FMV is you're kind of going through and you're watching clips like, um, what's it called? Like, when you like uh, archive footage, you're watching archive footage to try and link together what's going on. So you might have like some um, behind the scenes footage of uh, Marissa Marcel uh, having an argument with someone. Um, or, you know, you you might be watching her do a TV interview um, and getting all the extras from that. And you've got to kind of piece together how they all fit together. Um, if it's anything like other San Barlow games, there's not likely or there might not be an outright ending. It, it, you know, what I like is it's up to you when that game's ended. And this Goodwill, for that, it might have an actual ending. I don't know this time. But everything i've seen the brief clips i've seen of it it just hits all those same notes that i really really like in these games um and you know back when this was just an untitled project i was in the, the, the when it was revealed i was in um, whatever happened with her story which was a much lower budget game the money that went into telling lies um that was really really good um And I really enjoyed my time for that. I'm hoping that sold well because whatever budget has then gone into this looks like it's just been made to make this even just bigger, better, more real looking. You know, it's almost like you are watching real footage, Um, it's not like video game i mean it is obviously real footage but it's not been made for a video game it's as though these people are actually doing this and you are getting to look into their lives um there's just something really special about this and i'm two weeks away from getting my hands on it i can't wait i just really 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 cannot wait so with that i'll shut up now
1: all very cool though made a note of loads of those stuck them on my wish list and yeah they'll be getting downloaded and hopefully, you yeah, know, a lot of them. the The good thing about any suggestions from yourself is that they tend to be cheap, which is fantastic. So that's great. Anyway, so that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. As usual, follow us on all the socials, join our Discord, check out our Patreon, and other than that, enjoy the new political landscape wherever possible. Stay safe and stay sane.